We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trust the Tape, episode 46,391, give or take. Jeff Kavanaugh, 105.3 The Fan, at JC1053 on Twitter, alongside my brand new co-host, the great Brian Broadus. From where? I won't tell you where he's from. <laughs> there will be a day, I bet, where I can tell you yeah, where he's from. But right now, this out. right now, it's just former personnel man Brian Broadus. Well, I hope that's good enough to be on this show. You know, I'm replacing Brugler the way I have to. I better, uh, I better bring some A game, or I'm not going to be on this show very long. Dane's pretty hard to replace, so I yeah. decided if we were going to continue this thing, I was going to find a guy who's running NFL draft, and then I was like, oh my God, Brian! Wait a minute, whoa, wait, whoa! Wait, even though it would seem like uh, episode four thousand eight hundred and seventy-five <laughs> ago that I did that, but no. Uh, you know, I'm excited about working with you, Jeff. I, I've worked with you now. It's be our sixth season together doing this stuff. And so uh, I've always I've always felt this way about you, that if I was running a personnel department and I had to hire some scouts, I mentioned Dane Brugler would be one of those guys, but you would be the second guy I would likely hire. Second? Yeah. Behind think, Dane just because yeah, he works Dane, harder? Yeah, because Dane, no, Dane does not cause me as much anxiety as you do so i don't know why i'm doing this but i am because i enjoy i enjoy draft anxiety with you how about that does that make any sense yeah mr owner i want you to know the third round pick that was kavanaugh yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. sometimes he's good no i I tell you what though and again i i think people have have figured out you know that have listened to trust the tape that you do you put the work in you do a great job with uh, studying these players uh, you know, and I think it's important. I think it's important we all put in the work, you know, and, and have the uh, the platform to be able to talk about these players. You know, and we're not going to agree on all of them. There's going to be some of these trusted tapes where you and I are going to go at it like we would if we were back at the Star and or Valley Ranch, wherever we did it, and uh, and we'll figure it out. Though we'll get to we'll get to where it needs to be because there's a this is important. You know, it's important. Team building is important. It's uh, it's how your roster looks. It's uh, you know always will tell you that uh, good personnel men's or keep their jobs because of good players. Good coaches always keep their jobs because of good players as well. So we need to figure this out. So we talked about it before we went on air because the beauty of a podcast is you can do whatever you want. Yeah. On Trust the Tape, we can do whatever we want. And the idea is sort of, okay, is this a Cowboys thing? Is this a prospect thing? Is it an yeah. NFL draft thing? And I think we're in agreement that we both live in an area where it's Cowboyville, so Very, this yeah. will be plenty Cowboy-ish. Sure. Absolutely. But no matter what NFL team you're a fan of, this podcast will be about the players. Yeah. It's going to be about the prospects. Will we talk about pick 17 and sure. 51? Yeah. Absolutely. But we also just want to talk about the players. And for me, at least, it'll be a journey as we get to the draft where, as a listener to Trust the Tape, You'll kind of be following along as we study because right now I'm probably only 25 players into this thing. Right. I plan to be 
250 players into this thing. Yeah. But right now I'm at 25. I've got you beat by a little bit. Though. Okay, so yeah. I can't. So you got me along for the right time. Like <laughs> right. you said, it, you know, yeah, you. It's. I think it's going to be important. You know, you have to have a grasp of what's going on in that first round. But if you know Jeff and I, it's not always about the first round. It's finding guys in that sixth round, finding guys in the seventh round that can come and help your football team win games. And there's a bigger yeah. sense of pride in that for oh, me than there me is. And look, I mean, everybody yeah, knows no. who's going in the top ten. When yeah. we, but when we did, when we've been doing this and found the Anthony Browns and the Xavier Woods yeah. and guys like that, it's like that's where you get some pride. We're like, hey, I had that guy. The NFL yeah. waited too long. We had that guy. Yeah, Fuakasi, uh, Puna Ford. I mean, yes. those, those, those guys. Andrew Billings. Andrew Billings. You know, you got to fight for some guys, and, and you're going to put in the work and do what you have to do. And again, that's what really Trusted Tape is all about. It's about, uh, it's, you know, taking those eyes, looking at those players, and then kind of putting them in a, in a round where you feel like they need to be taken. Some of these, you're not going to agree with everybody that we like. And that's the great thing about scouting. Uh, plenty of fights with not only with Jeff Cavanaugh, but fights in war rooms with scouts that uh, do this for a living and you know you got to leave it in the war room you got to you got to you know you got to have passion for your guys but you also got to know to when to back up a little bit and let the guy have his say and I don't know how much say I'm going to let Jeff Cavanaugh have in this uh this uh these episodes but I'm sure going to try well, and, and find a way to make it work okay so where would you like to start with the guys that you have as first round players and talking about well, those you know guys, you mentioned or? about you mentioned about those those guys you know the you know it, it, it we could all sit there and talk about the Chase Youngs and the Okudas you know from Ohio right, State I that's mean, easy hey trust me as an LSU man I appreciate we did not have to play Ohio State in that national championship <laughs> game because you know you talk about those guys but you know, there's going to be guys like the. I'm fascinated by the guys like the Isaiah Simmons of Clemson. You know where now talking to some scouts, Jeff. Well, and and he very well could be a guy that is gone by the time the Cowboys pick. He's probably a if top he's not, team. if he's not, I'd take him. Yeah, exactly. And then and, I'd and, figure it out. But but that's what we need to figure out though. We right. need to figure out the the Isaiah Simmons. C.D. Uh, Lamb, you know, I mean, I know you're really, really high oh, you mean on the top him. receiver in the draft. Well, CD yeah, that, that's what I'm saying, though. Is is he going to be the top receiver in the draft? You know, I mean, you clearly feel that way right now, and the, the, the tape shows outstanding play. Don't get me wrong, but you know, where does he? Where does him and uh, say a uh, 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 Jerry Judy? Where do they? You know, what you know in in your mind, you know, you're going to say, oh, he's he's the top receiver because of this right and i'll have to turn around and try and argue with you well that well jerry judy is just as good because he could do this oh is this is this is this where oh, you want to no, go is this, is this where no, you no, want to go just, i'm just setting up folks for for how this is going to work you know right. you talk about him you talk about another alabama kid how about him rugs you know this this is going to be a group of guys where I think that position is going to be pretty deep from what I've seen so far. That's what and I, I started. And I'm, and I'm liking what I'm seeing at offensive tackle, by the way. And I know you yeah. absolutely despise looking at offensive tackles. So when this discussion no, this has, I'm going, to, my... I'm going to bully you. Oh, I'm going no, to bully no, you on offensive no. tackles. No, once I get, once I dig in there, once I've already watched 180 guys and I start on the tackles. Yeah. Because I just look at the tackles. And I'm like, I got two of them. Yeah. What am I doing here? Okay. Um, but. Yeah, I think the wide receivers are really interesting, and I I think it's worth starting there because you throw out a name that, and this is this is part of how it goes. Where Henry Ruggs, Alabama, yeah, yeah. Henry Ruggs had seven hundred receiving yards this year. Yeah, 
Jerry Judy and Devontae Smith were both well over 1,000. Devontae goes back to school. Henry Ruggs is coming out. Mm -hmm. But he has 700 and something yards. It's like, all right, how are we going to balance this? How are we going to defend the spot that you put him? Because I have him as a first-rounder. I'm going full Brugler here where I have – uh, Are you going some one twos yeah, on me and stuff like that? Where yeah. I have CD, and Lamb I appreciate and, that. Yeah, because I think it's, I think it's important to draw that line. So, yeah. for instance, for me, let's go to corner just for a second. Yeah, Okuda, the Ohio State kid. Yeah, that's a first round player. If I have a fifth pick in the draft, I'll take him no problem, and I'll be really happy about it. Christian Fulton at LSU, Trevon Diggs at Alabama. I feel like I need to have a line that separates Okuda. Oh, don't forget CJ Henderson from Florida. You, that's again, I've got a that's, list of, there's there's somebody you're going to have to go back and look at because those corners. And what's funny about all those guys? They all wear like number one. Oh yeah, that's what's cool. Bolton wears one. Henderson wears one. Yeah, so know? do the receivers. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. You're yeah. like, okay, hey, you're, you're, we're going to take your best player away. You, you uh, that guy across from me is a one. Well, I'm wearing number one. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you, I'm the best player over here. But yeah, no, I, I feel like though that there's the the depth at wide receiver and 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 the fact that that you have a little separation. But with CD Lamb in that group, do you have a lot of separation or or little separation? I have a little separation. I just I wanted to be I want to be clear when I'm talking about the wide receivers that to me it's kind of like tearing them out. Right. My top tier is CD Lamb and Jerry Judy. Right. The end. The next tier for me. Haven't seen any T. Higgins yet, have you? I have. I have. What I've do you seen, not like about T. Higgins from I, Clemson? I've seen 10 receivers. You know how I am with big receivers now. I'm scared of big receivers. He's I have, 6'3", 205. I have T. Higgins as it's my... It's not like he's 240 or anything like that. No. Hey, wait a minute. Is that, that, I, guy, that guy in Seattle changed your mind about what, those big... Remember that big-ass receiver? No, but man, that dude that was 4'3", Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, we had him straight as a ahead. Straight ahead. We had him as a one, though. Yeah. Do you have T. Higgins as a one? I do. I'm at the top of two where he's my fourth oh, receiver. I, is this the first time I get to call you a coward? Yeah, you can call me a coward. Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, if, listen, we're going to run out of ones before yeah. the end of the first round, so you could take T. Higgins. Like, I have you like seen him. Brian I, Edwards from South Carolina? I have not seen Edwards. I've seen yeah. Lamb, Judy, Ruggs, Higgins, Rager, Pittman, Chenault, Ayuk, okay, Hamler, yeah. Duvernay. The Rieger from TCU, right? Mm-hmm. Now, that's a guy I need to go study there. I'm hearing a lot of the scouts are kind of buzzing about that cat. Well, it's. Kind of the same thing, I think, that elevates Henry Ruggs. Yeah. The dude's a blur. He can yeah. freaking fly. Yeah. Um and, and yeah, so I've got I've got ten receivers in and then they we had the Mike McCarthy press conference where yeah. he was like loving Randall Cobb. Yeah. I was like, All right, no more receivers. No more receivers. Not happening. And so then I moved over to the defensive line and I'm dancing well, around in the secondary. Cowboys now. segment then. Would you would you move on from Amari Cooper and draft one of these cats at seventeen? No, because my rule is how do we drop forty? And how we drop forty is we tag Amari Cooper. Okay, CD Lamb drops to seventeen. We pick him. Well, you said CD Lamb's the first first receiver. He's right mine. Into- I don't know what the NFL is going to do. Well, you, if, you- if you think he's the first receiver, what do you think the NFL is going to do? All right. About well, him? then let me riddle riddle me this. I okay. tag Amari Cooper. Okay. I have Michael Gallup. Well, you're going to have just line them all up, aren't you? In my world, <laughs> Cobb gets a better deal elsewhere. Bye. And now I line up Henry Ruggs in the slot. Okay. What are right. you gonna, like? Have fun. If you think you need to double Amari oh, Cooper, no, I'm going to run I, Henry Ruggs straight down the middle of this but, field and okay, you're going to think twice about for it. For the $30 million that you're going to have to spend or so on Amari Cooper, you wouldn't want to just go ahead and move on from him? Well, no, because well, I mean, then that, moving on, he doesn't play. Was that a concern for you? Was that a concern? I know, and now we're doing 
Right. We're doing radio segments here. Right. But, but. Uh, um, it's a curiosity at yeah, what least happened there? and a concern at the most. Yeah. Because someone, someone kept telling me he's okay. Ice didn't look like, ice to me didn't look like he was okay. Right. He didn't, he didn't seem in the second half of the year like he was healthy. And yeah. if somebody would just say that, I'd be like, okay, problem solved. I but know. Nobody I, had people, say it. I had people that I absolutely trust tell me, no, he's healthy. He's healthy. He's healthy. And I'm like, Guys, he doesn't look healthy. Yeah. He doesn't have that explosiveness. He doesn't have that yeah. getaway. But again, another day, another time. But you. But still- I would love to slap rugs or. Um, okay, what about people- your guy Jefferson? Put him in the slot. Okay, yeah. Or KJ yeah. Hamler at Penn State. See, Hamler's another cat I had to look at oh, too. Oh, he's tiny, but the dude is open on every play. Bad ball catcher and all that kind of stuff. Um, Plays cold weather he's, stuff like he's that. He's a littler guy, Ooh. so I don't think you're going to get the big catch radius, but you're going to get the top end speed. You're going to get the Separation. quickness. Corners are just like corners are like. How do I cover this guy? I can't stay with those him off the ten, line. Those big ten quarters. I mean, how did you do against Ohio State? Did you watch him against um, I had to get to my notes to see which games I watched, but yeah. it's just. Like it's like his numbers weren't massive, yeah. But you just watch him play after play, and you're like, why don't you throw to him on every play? They can't stay in front of this dude. Yeah, he's open. Uh, and I think a guy like that would be a lot of fun if you, you got, got any, good outside receivers. You seen any of the uh, Debo Samuels out there? That, no. that guy's a, that, that guy's no. a man playing. That you were right about that guy. I, I'm just I don't mean to go back to a draft. Well, he was a he was a super pet cat where it's like, yeah, well, you know, yeah. he's kind of a solid yeah. route runner, and when but he you catches it, he gives you hell. Any of those guys yet? <sighs> oh, maybe maybe Lavisca Chenault a little bit. Oh, the because Colorado, you're talking about yeah. after catch, yeah. where it's like, all yeah. right, you get him the ball, and then he becomes hell to deal with. Because that yeah. was kind of Debo, where it's like he can catch it contested, and then oh, yeah. he's tough to bring down. See, that's what I'm saying. You play, you play Chenault. You play him inside, outside, doesn't matter. But you're right, strong runner with the ball in his hands, man. I mean, I I, I tell you what, I like he guys a little bit of a sneaky kind of a burst. And when yeah, you watch yeah, him yeah, running, kind of yeah. like he's. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, there's a separation right there, and he's making a play. He doesn't necessarily look like a receiver. It's like a giant running back. Oh, yeah. Where it's well, like, he's 6'2", 224. Right. So, I mean, yeah, that's a full-grown man out there <laughs> yes. running around out yes. there. And he's an adult. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, The contested catches, all that stuff was really – I like to the fact the guy's got a little little dog, and he'll push off. You get the top of right. He's not afraid to kind of lay the elbow into somebody, and then you see the corner kind of flying out of there. That, okay, my sneaky guy who also does that – uh, the guy that I don't think it's enough talk with the top group of receivers yeah. is Michael Pittman at USC. Oh, I, 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 I scouted his old man. Really? Old man was a running back. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah. Like, yeah. His old man was a rocked up dude. He's six three, six yeah, four. I don't yeah. know what he's going to run in the forty, but yeah. all the things that I really like in receivers, yeah. he'll cheat. At the, he's he'll like cheat a bully. at the top of the route. Yeah. He'll high point a ball. Yeah. He'll track it like a champion. Uh-huh. Uh, he moves. Oh, well, wait a minute. Now, where is he in this pecking order then? I, did, did I miss what you were saying where you had him? I got him sixth. Whoa. whoa He's in the whoa, second whoa. round. He's in the second round with Rager and uh, Higgins. Wait, second this is a round. Good you, group. Just, you just described a guy that sound like he's going to be an all. You sound like uh, Debo Samuel. I don't he, know how he's going to be as a separator. But I think he's a. But I think he's a. You, but you like the cheating aspect of him. The he's bull, a cheater. The bully, the bully. He tracks the ball. He can yeah. go get it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hundred catches at USC, and yeah. nobody's talking about a guy with hundred catches and, at and, USC. And the quarterback situation that was always in flux at USC. Yeah. Yeah. Always in flux. There's there. a bunch. Like the Senior Bowl this year, the wide receiver oh, yeah. crew. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I can't fun wait to watch it. those practices Absolutely. in that game. Absolutely. That's going to be that. great. So, but again, my my point is though you're okay with with trying to get to tag on Amari Cooper if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan. Yeah, because 
I, I feel like I need to be Jerry or Stephen Jones for this, where because yeah. I need to know exactly what's going on. Like, right. is there an element of things get tough and he's not interested? Mm. Like, what is it that's happening yeah. with him? Is it a health thing? Yeah, we need to figure that out. Don't because we? if without knowing that, I can't know. Yeah. So I would just say, well, I know he can play and he's good. Yeah. So I'll tag him. And I could still draft a guy, and then I could run with all three of them and yeah. score 40 a game, and it'd be great. But probably more likely is Randall Cobb comes back, and we don't deal with a receiver early. Yeah. And we have to go look and – and you that, got all the, you got those guys stacked in that second round, right? Yes, again, yeah, that, every you, year. I see what you're doing your board. Year. I see what you're doing your board. You see it? Yeah, I, I see. Two I, first rounders, doing a terrible, one, two, right, doing terrible podcasts right now, showing me your board that six way. Two, well, I'll just make it public. I know. You, can look it, at it. like you got them all. Bill Parcells, you say, got them stacked in there like club sandwiches. <laughs> you got to. That's where they. Go, that's where they all belong. <laughs> that's where they all go. And we'll see how many go in the first. What's the next most uh, productive position you've done, or what position you uh, you kind of working on? I know you said you're just kind of getting started. This you got. I've, done, job I've done four D tackles. Okay, let's talk about those cats a little bit because that's definitely a need for this for the Dallas Cowboys. Again, if you're a fan of the team, you know that I kind of felt like that the loss, even though he was playing defensive end, you know, Tyron Crawford, and we 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 had this discussion about what happened with Demarcus Lawrence on the left side. Right. What what happened? You know, I think the fact that he didn't have any help inside hurt him. You know, oh, the, for the, sure. The ability not to run the twist stunts, the games. Crawford was a guy that could get him home. Yeah. When, when, when he was having a little bit of a rough time, not having Crawford in there to penetrate and allow the pick to get, uh, you know, make the pick and to get the looper home, I think affected the way that Lord's played in this game. So, yeah, I'm with you. If you're a Cowboy fan or your team needs defensive tackles, how are you feeling about this? Now, we need to figure out scheme for Mike Nolan. Is yeah. it going to be 3 4? Four three, you know. But even if it's three four, aren't you playing a four two seventy five percent of the game? Yeah, they say that. But they, but have you watched the Patriots play where they play with Danny Shelton right there? And they're the kind of unique or, though. Where they're they're like, we well, gave yeah. all our money to the secondary. We're going to run five guys up here. So yeah. we're like, we're well, how different. about just get some real defensive tackles and not let yeah, Brian sure. Broadus have to guess about? Oh, Malik Collins is looking good against Zach Martin. No, he means he's going to play really well, right? And then he plays just okay. You know? Well, the D tackles, and that's like, do we even want to know? About the, do, do we even talk those? about the three techniques? Because the three techniques, oh, if you're, I, if you're playing three, three four, you're not I'm picking looking, one. I'm looking at that. That I know you probably haven't seen the kid. Uh, you haven't seen that kid. I'm, I'm I'm looking at the threes. I'm looking at the ones. Uh, you know, you talked about it before. I'm sure you've talked about Derek Brown from yeah, Auburn. Can, yeah, we can't. He, you can't have him. Yeah, he he he's like okay. You got a Cuda up there, the corner from Ohio State. Yep. Brown, the defensive tackle from Auburn. Yep. Is it like, like Akuda's going to be the first? Oh wait, Young's going to be the first defensive player picked, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Chase and Young then does Brown overall. in your next group in that next area for you on that? Yeah. If I you're talking about go, defensive players, I think I would go Okuda well, in know, front Okuda, of Brown. But, okay. Yeah. The, but oh, yeah, like Brown's one of those guys that I think is a no doubt first rounder. Okay. The, the top three defensive players then on your board would be Young, Okuda, and Brown. Either Simmons or Brown. Simmons. Yeah. I keep talking about him. Yeah. God's telling me they're playing an outside linebacker. Okay. You can play him wherever you want. Oh, yeah. He, he can just needs to play. He can blitz. He can run and uh, tackle. He can yeah, cover. Yeah. What do you want him to do? People are asking, is this Darren Woodson? I'll take Darren Woodson. <laughs> no, I love Darren I'll Woodson. He's Darren my Woodson. favorite. But Darren Woodson, when he was at Arizona State, was a, like a 212-pound inside linebacker. Right. That could cover in the slot. That Another guy from way back in the day, you talk about could play safety and play a lot of different. Brian Urlacher. At, at at New Mexico, yeah. Brian Urlacher was a safety, a punt returner, 
a, a linebacker? I think Simmons might be a more refined with more tools in the toolkit than Ryan Shazier. Oof. Where Shazier was like oh, that yeah. hyper-athlete, yeah. running chase, will linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Simmons adds in, and I'll pick you off four balls a year. What do you think? Oh, he, I tell you what, I was worried about him in that national championship game the other night, Jeffrey. You know, like they were good. Joe Burrow was kind of like a loose player, you know, scrambling around, moving. I was worried they were going to put Simmons on him and say, okay, you're not going to run out of the pocket. Right. And every time you stay in the pocket, I'm going to run you down. It kind of worked out early in the yeah, game. Yeah, it did. Like it that, did. Yeah, Brent Venables had a really good game plan, and yeah. then all of a sudden it's like LSU 3 started, one, seven. Yeah, it started, started, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. The twist stunts had a lot of problems. Okay, but we're talking about twist stunts. These defensive tackles, though. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking, you know, I'm looking at these guys and saying, okay, if you're the, if you're if you're a fan of the Cowboys or you're a fan of a team that plays the four three and needs a three technique or that under tackle, Kinlaw. Kinlaw from South Carolina is the first Kinlaw. name I think you have to talk about there, right? I've been wa- I was watching what I could this morning. Uh-huh. I don't have coaches film on Kinlaw. I am efforting. I, I saw you reach I out to, to South Carolina. Yes. Yeah, I had to blimp Cam Kinlaw yeah. and just watch what you can find on the internet. Right. For now, I'll right. get the all twenty-two. I know you will. Yeah, but you can already see that. Yes, he's one of those three techniques that when we're looking at them, the disruptive. first thing we're looking for is the Disrupt- ability off the snap, yeah. beat the man in yeah. front of you, yeah. Yeah. pressure the quarterback, right. blow up run plays, and that's there. And he doesn't get bullied. Yeah. So that's what you want okay. in a three technique. Do you see Brown as the uh, Brown from Auburn as that? Do you see him as a one or do you I see, see him, him as, as a, a one plus? Where like um, I think he could play either one. Right. Myself. right. I, I pers- when you say plus, I understand what you're saying. Right. Where yeah. where I'm I'd probably if I had the team I want, I'm probably lining him up at the one, but I'm loving that he can rush the pass. God, he I'm, plays with range. Yeah. I mean, he's disruptive, he's up the field, he's you know but okay, w- let me ask you this though. How much did you like Ed Oliver last year that Buffalo took? I think it was ninth overall last I year. I had him as a one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and he was kind of the guy that we were all saying. How do you feel about the about the South Carolina kid? Is he that kind of? I don't he's think he's that athletic. Guy. He's not that athletic. I don't think so. Yeah. Like, I, I think he's athletic for the position. But Ed Oliver was kind, kind of borderline. Shorter. He was kind of borderline freak status as yeah. far as athleticism. That's like, what I remember. All right, too. he's not necessarily the yeah. prototype build yeah. that I want. Right. But holy cow! As a five nine quarterback gets taken first overall, and then we're now we're worried about builds and stuff like that. We shouldn't worry about that anymore, should we? No, not quarterback, not if, not but just they, positions, any position. Yeah, I don't think we should worry about builds unless you see this guys get it bullied. be a weakness. Yeah, right, it'd be a weakness. Yeah, if a corner is five ten, I don't care. Yeah. Are people jumping all over him? Yeah. Are they bullying him? Because yeah. if the answer is no, okay, Play him. I'll take him. You don't want to hear about short corners and long arms anymore? No, I don't. No. I mean, you just want to hear about players. Look, if the corner's 5'7, you can tell me that. Yeah. Because 6'3 versus 5'7. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to watch Kyle Rudolph come yeah. moss yeah. all my guys when yeah. the Vikings get in the end zone. That's a problem. They did that. He did that in the playoff game, <laughs> yes, by the way, against but, the Saints for the winner. But yeah. if you can play a ball in the air, you're cool. Okuda, by the way, evaluate this statement. We've been doing this for six years. Uh-huh. Okuda might be the best corner prospect I've watched. Man, Marshawn we, Lattimore. We've seen some good ones, though. We've seen some everything good. looks so easy for him. Yeah, timing the ball is easy. Playing yeah. in the air is easy. Covering I, routes I, is easy. I, you know what? I, I have to because, like you said, there's been so many really good ones. Ramsey that we've seen. Yeah, Ramsey. But I mean, I. The, you talk about it. The, He's up there. Yeah, the range. He can cover ground like we talk about. He closes on the ball. He's a hard guy to double move. 
you know, there's so many. The reactions are top shelf with him all the way. He just doesn't allow any space. Yeah. I mean, that in this day and age, what do you want your corner to do? Cover. Cover. Because the rules are against your corners. Yeah. You, but if you could stay with guys. Cover without grabbing. Cover without grabbing and stay in position. And when the ball comes in your direction, either intercept it or knock it down. He'll do it. Akuda can do that. Though. He'll do Six it. 6'1", 200 pounds. That's a great, great length, great height. Great weight for a cornerback yeah. like that. That's the position that I'm going to be working on over the weekend. Uh, you already gave me two names that I had down here. Gladney at TCU, C.J. Yeah. Henderson at Florida, yeah. A.J. Terrell at Clemson. Yeah. Ooh, bad title game. Yeah. Jalen Johnson, Utah. Cameron Dansler, Mississippi State. Bryce Hall, Virginia. A.J. Green, Oklahoma Oh, no, State. you can. Yada, 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 yada. Well, I'll tell you what. This day and age, you better find you some corners. Yeah, and, the, and again, if you're a fan of the Dallas Cowboys, as you know, Jeff and I are in the market here you covering need, this team. You need six of them. Yeah, you're going to need them, and, and you're going to – Jeff is fighting for a Byron Jones, but there might not be enough money because I can't get him to move on from the receiver to yeah. get money and stuff like that. But yeah. you know, I feel like though that when you look at this, uh, when you look at this group, but I, you know, defensively overall, I know we're bouncing around. I've looked at this Roquan Davis. When you're talking about one technique, the kid from Alabama, have you yeah. seen him at I've, all? I've I've seen him live. I've not studied him. Yeah, and it, it, to me, this is where I thought that you know when Roquan Davis. Here's a guy. It's Jeff, six six, three hundred and fifteen pounds. That's kind of lean. That's a big old. I mean, it, it's not it's lean. Tall, it's tall, but he yeah. looks big on tape. Whereas number 99 at Alabama. And here's a guy that, you know, I thought he played better early in the season than he did late. There were some late games where he wasn't as good. And there's a lot of people that really, really like this guy. Can he use his 6'6? Six, six? Yeah, he's got some power at the point, but I'd like to see him get off those blocks a little quicker. There's times where guys. I mean, LSU got a hold of him. And I know LSU had a lot of good blockers at the guard, tackle, you know, McGee and those guys. But I'm just telling you, though, this, you know, these Alabama guys, we've seen these Alabama defensive linemen come in the league, right? And it's kind of taken a little bit. Yeah. It's taken a little bit for them to get going. I thought Jonathan Allen would be a star. I did too. And he's been solid. He's been but solid. But I thought he would yeah, be a star. Exactly. Exactly. But see, that's what I'm saying. When, but when he, when, when the thing with, with Roquan Davis, when he gets turned, man, he is a bad player. And there's times where he does get turned, and you don't want your 6'6, 315 pound defensive tackle getting turned. You know, and I, I'm kind of struggling with that. You know, I didn't see a guy that really changed direction all that well. And there's a lot of people going to love this guy, and a lot of a lot of people love him. But when the it's it's always funny, the the media scouts love guys early, and right. then and then all of a sudden the real scouts start to tell the media scouts, "Oh, babe, you watch this game," you watch, and then it turns into. Oh, maybe he's not as good. Yeah, you know, maybe that, Roquan Davis yeah. is not a top. But I'll tell you another guy. Ten, another guy looked at you, talking about a one technique, and you know, and, and we need to see what round. Maybe like a second, third round type guy. Oh, are you going Utah? Yeah, I Futo. was watching him this morning. Futo, what do yeah. you think about uh, with Futo? He's he's um, six five, three hundred and thirty two pounds. But you know, estimated time on him is like a five oh seven. Really, three hundred and thirty two pounds. And if he's a five oh seven, he'll probably run in the five twos, probably five right. one. You know, something. You know, but you watch him play. This is a massive guy. Yeah. I mean, you talk about that 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 outstanding. The quickness uh, uses his hands really, really well. He controls the blockers. He can hold guys along the line of scrimmage. He's a powerful guy. He doesn't have any pass rush moves. Right. You know, my man, my man Futo has no pass no. rush moves. But what he does is he could push. I watched him against Washington State, USC, BYU, and he was pushing guys back in the pocket. And yeah. then, and then when the ball was going to one side or other, he was getting over there and getting in on the play. Yeah, you know. So if you're looking for a guy that's a massive guy that could that could that could handle that uh, that inside gap, but also kind of play with some range, don't let grass grow under his feet. 
My man Futo from Utah, number 99, is a guy you need to check out. Did you see Summer? Or you, I, 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 so I studied the USC game. Yeah. And I made the mistake of looking up his stats first. Yeah. It's like he doesn't make a lot of tackles. Uh, yeah, There's a yeah. few tackles for loss, yeah. but basically no sacks. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. But he, you know, he's, I think the bare minimum that he is, is really hard to move. Yeah. So at a bare minimum, he helps yeah. your linebackers. Well, and and he does. He you, flashes you, those see. kind of yeah, snatch you'll and see. toss a guy. You'll see. You'll see. When he fires off and stays down, yeah. he'll bull rush you. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm saying that's a 332-pound man. A lot of I mean, we've seen those guys at Utah and stuff. There's, you know, they you kind of like you're like, ah, I'm not sure about this guy, not a lot of production. But then you just throw on the tape and you're like, oh, Hello. okay, okay, yeah, okay. And then you yeah. watch him, you know, some there'll be some plays where you lose track of him. But other than that, though, I I, I kind of I, if you're looking for that 332 pound guy to play inside and be hard to move, uh, that's a guy you need to go on. Have you looked at the safeties? Uh, I have seen a grand total of three safeties, and you probably have done Davis, Delpit, McKinney. You got it. Okay, D- uh, Ashton uh, Ashton Davis is from Cal. Yeah, right. Then we got Grant Delpit from my LSU Tigers. Yes, sir. And then Xavier McKinney from uh, the University of Alabama. Yes, sir. And I, I was kind of curious of where, and these are all guys I think could be like in the free safety variety. I would put them as free safeties first, but you could You'd play put McKinney down. as a free safety first. I would put I would put McKinney as a free safety. I think McKinney. I think McKinney from Alabama has got the ability to. I think he can. I think he could play deep. I really, really do because I, what I really liked about him is. You you do see him in and out of the box. You know, their games, like I say, Southern Miss, South Carolina, LSU, Auburn, all games where he was going in and out of the box. And I know you like him probably around the line of scrimmage because he'll come forward and he will make tackles. He'll wrap up. He's not afraid to stick his nose in the action. I've seen him jump. I've seen him jump uh, inside, you know, routes and stuff to defend the ball from where he's at and things like that. So, you know, he has he's comfortable He's comfortable when he's reading down there. And I feel like, though, if you play him deep, which I've seen him do, if you could read down low, you could read back deep with your eyes. You're playing with your eyes. I want my safety to tackle and play with his eyes. I also want him to get his hands on some footballs. Yeah. And I think this guy will do that. He seems to me the most comfortable, at least as a coverage guy, watching him against LSU and South Carolina. Yeah. Even there, I like him better when he's close to the line of scrimmage yeah. and he gets hands on the guy. Right. Once he gets his hands on you, he's in good shape. Yeah. I don't know if I like him as much from further back. I really, I think I like him attacking the line of scrimmage, making plays in the run game, right. bumping a tight end off the line if he's going to cover, right. stuff like that. Whereas for me, Delpit is more of the natural back deep. Did you go back and look at that 18 tape? Yes. Everybody's telling me that. Yes. Did you have to? Tackle better there. See again that this tackle I, better. Fifteen games of me watching yeah. LSU and then and then and and saying, make a play, make a play, yeah. make a play. And they, I, I was watching today. Uh, I was watching Delpit in the Alabama game. I was uh, I was watching uh, who was I? Oh, I was watching uh, uh, one of their. I was watching uh, LSU. Who was I watching LSU? But Delpit, were you watching Fulton? I watched Fulton cover uh, Rugs in that game. No, that was no, a nice Fulton matchup. did a nice job. I was what, but Delpit comes flying up, and then like the back goes right past him, like he yeah. like, kind of like yep. he was like yep. a hockey goal. <laughs> I saw that. Like, like he got a kick, yep. like he tried to kick his leg out. Yep. Like he took, he was in position, and then he like, and then I was like, I "What are you doing?" He, okay, so I think because I have notes on two plays against Alabama, one against Judy and one against Najee Harris. Yeah, where both of them, 
I feel like Delpit, like he's not afraid. Turned it down a little bit? He's not afraid of contact, I don't think. Okay. But he wants it to happen where he's planning for it to. Like if a receiver's running a slant and he's got a shot, he's taking his shot. shot, He's not afraid to hit you. Yeah. But on those plays, I feel like he's running to the spot, uh-huh. and if they meet him there, he's ready. Right. But when they do something different, like, I, he's not—he's not the best tackler. No. But I think what I like about him is what he shows you in zone coverage to yeah. be in control of what is the quarterback trying to do, what are these receivers trying to do, and where am I going to go to make a play on this football? So I think he'll be a turnover guy in the NFL, and so, so for me, that's the difference, McKinney. Probably a more steady player. Right. You're not going to miss my tackles. He's experienced. They're both experienced right. players. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Delpit, I think, maybe I'm getting four to five picks a year. Okay. Concern with Delpit and concern with McKinney. Did you feel like there was a lack of speed with either one of those guys? I would bet. I mean, did the playing speed bother you with Ed? Because no, I think the thing I, with I was comfortable because, with both. Because. If you look at if you look at estimated time on these guys, and we'll get the verified times here. I would pro- bet Delpit runs around a four five flat, and McKinney runs in the mid to high four five. Yeah, there you go, four six zero on McKinney, four okay. five six on Delpit. So you know, and um, I, I, you know me, I, I hate numbers, but I think there's some numbers. And now that, you're worried about a guy because that, well, of numbers. Just, they're not even I'm real asking, yet; they're estimated. Uh, it, I'm asking about did the, did you feel like that those guys played at that speed? On the other hand, that Ashton Davis and Cal. Is estimated like as a four four guy, and I texted you and thought he looked slow on tape there at first. Go. There you go. <laughs> so I there don't you know. Go. There you go, though. But th- but those are names like I say. I think yeah. you have to keep an eye on uh, like uh, Ashton Davis. Let's go to Ashton Davis real quick yeah. because he's considered for a lot of people. I think the third safety is the third one that I watched. Yeah, there's some people who probably like him more. I, I wouldn't be surprised if people talk about he might be a guy that people are saying uh, that gets a little bit more of a rise. Okay, uh, as a level right now, maybe as a solid two. Maybe it maybe lower to the middle two, maybe go up a little bit more. I saw him as more of a three four. No, like a, a two or three. I think yeah. I put him in three, but because yeah. I, I kind of viewed him as I don't think I trust him as a single high. Right. I don't think he's a box guy, so yeah. he's more of a half the field deep safety. Yeah. I don't and maybe know, I'm wrong, I would, I would, but that's yeah, what I saw. Oh no, yeah, I, I, I'm trusting your eyes. I'll, I'll fight you on this one. I saw physical toughness with this guy. I did. I saw. I saw with football intelligence. I thought he had a burst. You know, I thought he could cover the necessary ground to get on the play. He had interceptions against Oregon. I thought that was really where he undercut a route. Yeah. So again, I'm talking. I wish about, the quarterback would have thrown it sooner, so it would have been a touchdown. Well, you know, he undercut the route <laughs> and he made a play on it, but. I thought the anticipation was there. I thought the quickness was there. He, I didn't see a tight moving guy either. So no, but, I didn't but like the, the way problem he moved is for sure. he doesn't tackle as well as McKinney and Delpit. I saw a tackle better in 2018 than he tackled this year. And there's people who say, "Ah, oh, well, Delpit was dealing with a shoulder injury. I don't know." About and an that. ankle. Yeah. Well, Davis under to me, I saw him under. Here I'm with all this LSU gear on, and I'm killing Delpit. Yeah, it's crazy. I, it is crazy. I saw Davis when it's. Runs that are going to the edge. Yeah. I saw him overrun those. Too much, too too much speed. Multiple, too times. much range. Well, it's almost like the Delpit thing, where it's like, all right, that's where we're meeting, and then the back's like, no, I'm I actually going to change yeah. direction, and I he's just, like, oh no, I just didn't. The only thing I had a problem with him is he's a low tackler, and he could be hit and miss when doing that. And but I, so you got that, him in two. I got him in two right now, but I have a feeling that people will start to look at him and say, okay, he's he's got experience, he's got quickness. He gets his hands on the ball. 
He can read his keys. He plays with anticipation, other than the fact that you think he overruns every single play he makes. Did I say every single play? Well, I think you just when did, they go sir. outside, I he think had you a tendency just, I, to overrun. I think you just said that he overruns every single play he <laughs> okay. makes. This is how this is going to go this year. It's going to go that way a lot. I have All a right. Yeah. And which guy did you say that you hate? You said Isaiah Simmons is terrible. Is that what you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just some outside killing, linebacker. Killing some, killing some Clemson guy that's going to go in the top five, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Is there anything else you want to hit real quick? Because if not. We're good for the week. Okay, well let's let's talk about something real quick. And 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 oh, I didn't always, talk I, about my other D tackles, Matabike and yeah, no, Gallimore. No, no, I'd love to talk about Gallimore if you want to. Go ahead. I got those guys. It's kind of those three technique guys. Where who do you have ahead of who? Have you watched both of them? Have you I watched no, just Gallimore. I, okay, the other kid's from Texas A and M. and I need to do him. Yes, I, I, the, the clip you, you put on Twitter. And by the way, follow Jeff on on Twitter uh, at JC1053. Uh, to me, because you do put out clips and stuff like that, and kind of your scouting notes, I appreciate. not a ton, but I'll give people a glimpse, a glimpse of the things I like. A glimpse, about players. yeah. But you, you showed a guy that showed uh, had some uh, attack the gap and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he has this, that initial. Quickness. Yeah, when we get done this podcast, that's one of my missions to go and watch this kid play. I it, tell you what, I I like that the tape matches up well with the production for him. Yeah. So he's got the last two years. He had double digit tackles for loss each of the last two years. Five and a half sacks each of the last two years. Right. And a lot of that's from the nose. Sometimes it's a three-man front. Sometimes right. in a four-man front. He'll play the three, and then he'll play some one. Um, Do they move him around? Do they try and get yeah. him on matchups? I don't know if it's matchups or down in distance, but they do. They, they He played... I would, he probably played single, mostly single three. jersey, right? Number fifty-two. Oh, he's fifty-two. 52. Okay, fifty-two. He's okay. fifty-two. Um, but yeah, I mean, he flashes power yeah. with the first step. Yeah. He's got the quickness. He's a good athlete. Yeah, he'll get moved backwards a little bit. But the guy Gallimore from How's OU he play? is knee to bend, me, knee bend, and all that. I, I mean, think I think he plays with good leverage, pad level. knee bend, he's, and all that stuff. They list him at six three, but he almost looks shorter on tape. And I think it's because he plays with good pads. There you go. He gets if, his hands if you above keep his your eyes. pads down, you got a chance. Play. Yeah, yeah. I I liked him more than the OU guy Gallimore. Yeah, I've seen Gallimore too, and I kind of I kind of understand. I I, I his thought, production's not there, right. but I totally see the three tech traits flashing yeah. like the Baylor game the first two game plays of the game yeah. he's an inch away from a sack and an inch away from a tackle for loss so an almost seeing player the burst. an almost player and yeah. I've also I've also watched him make a tackle 50 yards downfield on a quarterback so yeah, like that, his yeah, motor I, runs I, hot I, I put that in my notes I think it was the tech game where he, they they broke the they broke a run 20 something yards down the field and he made the tackle yeah you know, and so I'm thinking, I just don't like the functional play strength yeah I don't like what happens if he doesn't win early yeah I I, I did see a guy though that you know, I, I saw a guy that could play with some range to the outside. I think that's the one thing that I had to kind of, I res, you know, I said here I respect the way he's able to finish. And I know you just talked about he got around the pocket and couldn't finish. You know, that's I need to I need to check that out on him. But I I, I think the thing about him is that I saw a guy that got double teamed, but still found a way to get to the football. You know, and 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 maybe it wasn't always in a tackle, but he was you know near the play or could have made the play. Uh, you know, I, I think he's a pretty solid guy. Six two, three oh two, probably not ideal right there for that. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how uh, that plays out. I do. You, you you mentioned about the quickness, though. I thought he had good initial quickness off the snap, and for that's, sure, he's going to have to win on that first step uh, for sure. But you haven't seen Marvin Wilson yet from Florida State. Then, I have, have not. Have not seen. Put him, him on the list. Yeah, six four, three hundred and eighteen pounds. Uh, here's another guy again that has got some physical toughness to the game. Florida State was just a atrocious on uh, defense last year. And this is one of those guys I thought was one of their better players. I mean, he's got some shorter quickness to him. Marvin Wilson, I'm talking about from Florida State. 
Uh, he's got a burst to him. He tracks it. He's got range to get outside. He's, acceler- he's got acceleration, lateral speed. Love the way he reacts to the football. I didn't see many opportunities where he had to make those change your direction plays, you know, where they get upfield and then they have to come back inside. I didn't see many of that, but the body and control and balance was, I thought, was really, really good. And uh, the power in the upper body strength. You see him throw blockers around. So, Jeff, keep an eye on Marvin Wilson, number 21 from Florida State. I think he could be a three technique that you might like. And so I shall. That'll be a guy that I'll look at. Well, Brian, welcome to Trust the Tape. We get to do this again next week? We're going to do this again next week. We'll be doing this every week. Every week. Ideally on Wednesdays, but you never know with the schedule. Yeah. Ideally on Wednesdays. So if you're out there, Spotify. Uh, well, I don't know if it's on Spotify. I've just heard people doing podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, Radio.com, We've got Stitcher, a lot of platforms. Whatever. It's all over the place. Is Trust it? the Tape is all over the place, and we'll both tweet out links. Yeah, I hope we can tweet out those links and stuff, too. Facebook them out. So yeah. we're done now. You'll hear this in a few minutes when it gets posted. But welcome back, Trust the Tape, and we will see you guys next week. Happy scouting, guys. At Brian brought us on Twitter. Follow him or else. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.